This is the Bullpen on 1027 ESPN with Patrick Osborne and Brandon Elkins. Opinions are welcome at 512-834-1027. Welcome. It's a Wednesday, and that means you've got the bullpen. Well, it's every weekday, right? Every day. Somebody's back from vacation. This guy. Hey, that's me. Welcome in, Johnny Ridd. Still in as, you know, well, one of you guys still had to be on vacation. Yeah. We'll let him take one. Couldn't be both of us. No, so Patrick still, I think, he, did he go to Boston? Is that where he went? He went to, ooh, don't, no, no, he went to, he went to Maine. Oh, big, big difference, big my bad. Difference I'm sorry. Man. Yes, yes, sir. I'm sorry, like, they don't have lobster at both. He is, yeah, he is the, uh, uh, I would say the norm of Portland, Maine at, at a certain point whenever he shows up, because the way he describes it, everybody knows his name. And he has well, his favorite Maine. chair. It is he Maine. A, Doesn't yeah. everybody know everybody's name in you Maine? You would think, yeah. Somewhere in Spain? He's always on the plane. bragging about his little bump he put in his little stool that he sits on every every year in his, with his favorite Guinness, watching his favorite angle of his favorite TV show. I mean, he would Honestly, no, I, I don't even feel bad for not liking his Boston Red Sox now. <laughs> after the after that story, it's okay. I, I let him. I let him have it plenty. Johnny Root and Brandon Elkins back from his vacation. He went to did you, went to New Orleans went and to Nola for Halloween. That has to be interesting. Some voodoo going on, all that kind of stuff. It was. Uh, it was certainly interesting. I will say uh, the setup of uh, New Orleans is very interesting. When majority of that city does not have any. Uh, uh, crosswalks, or they don't have crosswalk oh. signs, so people are just willy nilly just running across the street at will. Oh, we cars... have that here in Austin. It's called the domain. True, mm-hmm. but but there are clear cut signs, yeah. and there are literally none in the Frenchman's Quarter, in the French Quarter, all that. It is just people are just running amok, and they're screaming at cars, being like, "I got the right away. You can't come after me like that." It's like New York. I can honestly say I've only been there one time, and it was for a total of like five hours. It was in between flights. I l- basically just got off a plane, took a shuttle to the casino, yeah, then went back to the airport. That I way, highly so. recommend it. I highly recommend driving through Louisiana because okay. that was a cool drive. Just on watch its out own. for pedestrians. Uh, watch out. Well, I just don't recommend w- uh, driving in don't, New yeah. Orleans at okay. all. We walked the whole time. We we mapped it out. We walked over twenty miles in three days. Nice. And I am sore. Well, yeah, that would make sense. <laughs> I'm very sore. This old man is not supposed to be able to walk that much anymore. But so. made it back in time today for the bullpen, and we've got lots to talk yes, about sir. sports. Let's start with something that just broke about an hour or so ago, and that is Daniel Schneider, the mm. much-embattled owner of the Washington Commanders. Yep. That, yeah, that's it, right? That's okay, their yeah. name. The Commanders. You can call them whatever you want, but he their name and is the his Commanders. Technically, his wife are co-owners. They've announced that they have hired Bank of America Securities to explore potential transactions involving... So basically, they're looking for them to help sell the team. I don't know. This seems like a PR stunt because... I don't know if it is. It, it really feels like it a little bit. I would. I really hope it's true because I would love to get that team or the, the, the ownership group of that team out of there and well, gone and for good. Again, so let's retract. Just look, let's go back three or four weeks yeah. when... It, there were rumblings at the owners' meeting that okay, we're going to get him to sell the. We're going to lobby together to get. And he was like, "Hey, don't do that because I got dirt on yeah. a lot of you." Yeah. And then all the public was like, "Ooh, dirt." Well, Tell us more. more dirt. I dare and you to kind of like you know settled down a little bit, but then Colts owner D- Dan Ursay was like, "No, he needs to go." Mm-hmm. Now I'm not just going to say it once. Let me say it twice. Yeah. He needs to go. Oh, let me say that he was very adamant that no, Daniel Snyder has to go. So the fact now that they've hired a bank. Well, specifically the Bank of America Securities, mm-hmm. 
to take a look into selling it? It, it may be. I mean, I mean, maybe he's just kind of trying to appease the NFL and the NFL owners that he's not really going to do it. Yeah, I it, don't know. It just seems fishy, just because you just can't trust anything this guy does or no, says it, anymore. That at this is point. true. There is there is no trust at all with this guy. Uh, I don't know if he was expecting Jim Irsay to come out and and say what he said about about him. Yeah, uh, maybe that kind of kind of pushed him back a little bit. Maybe uh, maybe that made him think a little bit, or maybe this is just him trying to see how much his the value of his of his owner or of his operations of this business of the Washington Commanders how much they're worth, and maybe it just makes it look like he's trying to to sell it because all I've heard is they're exploring all options. And that's so what does that mean? Too. I mean, they got to put a price tag on this, and yeah. it's going to be in the billions. Because when Denver was sold, that's the most recent team to be sold. That was four point eight billion, I believe, mm-hmm. was the, the final selling point for that. So yeah, and they paid the Snyder's when they bought the team in ninety nine. They paid eight hundred million. Yeah, that was a steal so, back then. And that you're talking that was nineteen ninety nine. So in that amount of time, I mean, the, that's going to skyrocket. I mean, you got to think he's going to ask for probably ten. For the Washington Ooh, Commanders, I mean, mm, if we're talking I mean, 4.8, franchise. we're talking 4.8 for Denver, yeah. right? That is also a storied franchise. Mm. However, you don't have a owner that's marred and nobody likes, so he's gonna be like, "You want me out? Give me that." Yeah, I mean, it could be. Hey, if you want me out, they gotta buy me. Yeah, buy me out. If you want out. me out, somebody's gotta pay my fee. And if that P, if they, if he decides to go ten bill, good luck for him. I mean, I don't think they will. I just think that might be. I, I would. Wouldn't be surprised if that was a starting price close to that. I mean, if you really want them, if he really want, if they really want him out, I mean, pay him, pay whatever it is. That would be a big pay right there. It would be, but at least you would not have to deal with that guy anymore. To clarify, a statement from the team did not specify what those transactions might be, so they're not actually saying selling the team. However, another commander spokesperson said the team was exploring all options. So we'll wait and see, but I thought that was interesting that yeah. it went from, hey, you don't want to do this because I got dirt on a lot of you owners, and then all of a sudden it's like, well, you know, we're going to hire somebody, and I'll take a look. I'm not saying we're going to sell, but we're exploring all of our options. I just don't want to get my hopes up. I want to be excited about this because, I would, like I said, I'd love to get this guy out of the league for good. He just clearly hasn't doesn't seem to do anything positive. And he hasn't been able to write the ship on his team for what twenty, like fifteen years. It's been a long. They've I mean, just they, been they made the so bad for so long. They made the playoffs a few years ago, but they were seven and nine, so they backed their yeah. way in. I mean, that was a year that the whole entire division was just terrible. I remember going to games in my old seats in Seattle, watching. I think it was two thousand five. Mm-hmm. I think it was the last time I remember them in the postseason. Or maybe it was twenty twelve with Robert Griffin on the field that broke him three times. Not to go all stained on everybody, but it's been a while. <laughs> it's been a long time. It's been a while. I remember they were spray painting the grass green because it was so dead. And that's what <laughs> also confuses me about this whole debate on grass and turf because when you when you have grass, that's the kind of thing that happens. And then True. when you get a guy who's got a wobbly leg like Rob, poor Robert Griffin the third had. Yeah. And that was I don't even know if you remember that game, but he I don't remember the specific game, but yeah. I mean, it, it was bad. It, it wasn't pleasant. I heard stories about that. We're going to talk about Dallas Cowboys coming up here in just a couple of minutes, but also let's take it just uh, just talk about the trade deadline because it's come and mm-hmm. gone. Quite a few players. I think there were twelve total that all shuffled teams through yesterday. Some noticeable ones that did not get traded, however, are making a little bit of waves. One oh. would be Brandon Cooks down in Houston. Right. One might just because he's stuck in Houston. <laughs> like, I was waiting for you guys to trade me. He's doing like a, he, you know, basically, I mean, he wasn't <laughs> in practice yesterday. So the assumption was, okay, he's been traded because he's not here. Right. 
But Coach Lovey Claus said, Mm-mm, that's not the case. He's Have just, you always been calling him Lovey no, Claus? No, just since he grows the beard. Just since he grows the beard. <laughs> that's great. So that goes back to his, what, UI games when he was Illinois yeah, coach? Yeah, that's yeah. when he started? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I, I, when he said, no, he's just got some time off. That was all it was. But he didn't get traded. And then a very cryptic tweet did Mr. Cooks send uh-huh. out after the deadline came and went. It said, don't take a man's kindness for granted. Covered covered for the lies for too long. Those <sighs> days are done. Uh-oh. Cross the line with playing with my career. Oh, no. Now, despite the fact that he was with twice in the same sentence, that's a pretty <laughs> cryptic tweet. <laughs> I mean, yeah, a little who's bit. he talking about? Yeah, because that's what the, that's who that's what they're saying. Who is, oh, is he talking about? The lies. owner? Is he talking about the GM, or is he talking about Dallas Cowboy owner Jerry Jones? Oh, what apparently is he talking about with him. Well, we don't know. He still has not clarified who this person is. Okay, but apparently there might have been some conversation that the Cowboys were interested. Because again, he had a guaranteed eighteen million for next year. If mm-hmm. any, so, any team that took him, that had to be dealt with, and they would have the sure. Houston and whatever team would have worked something out. He's still going to get his eighteen mil. Yep. But the thought was maybe it would have been an in-state trade, and mm-hmm. so this person might be Jerry Jones. We don't know. I.e., moving up I thirty-five. Yeah. Well, and moving up into possible playoff contention. Yeah. Just on a side, like, by the way, on a side note, just because it's hitting in my head right now, because you're going to see the Houston Texans tomorrow take on the Philadelphia Eagles, the Yikes. undefeated Philadelphia Eagles. Yikes. On the same day, you're going to have the Philadelphia Phillies taking on the Houston Astros. How crazy is that? That's fun. It's an interesting yeah, fact. It's a, it's a fun little out. sports nugget out there. Throw Love that, that out. And after you're done, of course, after you're done listening to Sports Talk with, with Ed and Beto, you're having dinner with the family, throw out that little fun fact today. Yeah, just, just blurt it out. Say, hey, guys, fun fact. This is happening. And we're going to talk about the World Series, too, because... Oof, that was... Uh, that was I, I, I'm sorry. Uh, you know, um, I'm not an Astros fan at all. I don't know if you are. I mean, I I like... I'm, a, I'm okay with the Astros. I guess that's the way to put it. I, I'm, unfortunately, a Chicago Cubs fan. But since I've been down here, I've levitated more towards the Astros. A little disappointed during the whole cheating thing, but they've sure. kind of redeemed themselves now. They've been to four of the last seven World Series. God. So, I mean... I don't dislike the Astros. Sure. Plus, I hung out with a couple of the coaches. When Remember when Bone Daddies used to be open? I can throw that name out because they're closed no, now. I don't know. I used to name. hang out there quite a bit, and there was one time I was sitting at the bar, and I, these guys that were sitting, they just had these huge rings on. And you knew they were championship. It was right after they won their first World Series. Sure. So I got to have a couple of beers with them. So I, I don't dislike any fun, the Astros. Any fun stories you're allowed to talk about? I can't, I, can't say, I can't say which coach it was. I can't say any of the stories we talked about. Uh, well, one was a... So I don't think he's there anymore. What was a pitching coach? I have no idea. Yeah, it was it was fun though. It was very very <laughs> That's fun. Cool. And those rings were huge. I bet huge. I bet at Bone so, Daddy's. I don't know Bone Daddy's. It was a great barbecue place right off I one eighty three in like Duval, right okay. over in that area. Kind of where Papa Dosi. I don't know. There's Papa Papa Dos. Papa Dos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Chili's. Yeah, right in that same little oh, on the okay. other side. Yeah, that okay. side. So they've been gone now for a couple of years, and so missed that. Would place that be at the Link if it was on the other side? No. Uh, other side I of 35? No, oh, you said 183. 183. 183. Okay, yeah, my yeah. bad. Anyway, so that, that place was a great place just to hang out, watch sports. Didn't nice. hurt that it, the waitresses were nicely dressed. Sure, of course. By nicely dressed, I mean cut off jean shorts and a tank top. All right. So let's continue on as we do sports because otherwise I'm going to go down a whole different rabbit hole that we don't need to do. <laughs> we can on talk Austin Wednesday. nostalgia. Look, nothing is off the table on this show. Yes, I don't sir. know if they 
pre-warned It's you, like an but... extra hour of almost sports. We can talk about whatever we want. Yeah, whatever. But I'm going to stick to sports because I don't want to get in trouble. That's right. I like when Mark Caesar says, hey, can you come in and help out these days? I'm like, yes, sir, I can. Technically, I'm on vacation. We'll talk about this a little later, too. I was going to say, yeah, appreciate that. Mm, mm, we don't want to go down that road okay, right now. I'm going to vent that I'm, later I'm, on. I'm very happy, though. As a matter of fact, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we will talk to, well, we won't. We will hear from the man who could have been the person of the cryptic quote from Brandon Cooks. Mr. Jerry Jones. And, of course, you know, if it's Jerry, he's going to talk. He doesn't just give you a one-word answer. Mm-hmm. We're going to find out what's going on after their bye week and now their upcoming game as we look at a great victory over the Chicago Bears, where it goes from there. We'll find out. And thanks for listening. We'll be back in a moment. This is The Bullpen with Patrick and Brandon on 1027 ESPN. Welcome back. It is Wednesday. It is the bullpen. I'm Johnny Rude. That over there is Brandon Elkins. Patrick Hi. Osborne. He'll be my back bad eventually. Is in Maine. <laughs> we had to get it right. We, we I do. We, I mean, we're we're nothing but we do nothing but facts on this show. Patrick is a news guy. I was a news guy for a long time too. You got to get your facts straight. You got to get your facts straight. And those are two different places. He has let me know that plenty, plenty, plenty. Even though they are pretty much the exact same. You would think in, in certain minus ways. a sports couple sports teams. By the way, if you'd like to hop in at any time, feel free to do so. 512-834-1027. If you want to check us out online, ESPNAustin1027.com, and you can yeah. stream along with us. Absolutely. All the great things that we're talking about. Football. That is what we're talking about right now. And we talked Jerry Jones. Well, it's the Dallas Cowboys coming off a good win against the Chicago Bears. They look good offensively. Dak looked great. Tony Pollard looked great. CeeDee Lamb had a good day. Darren Schultz had a good day. Micah Parsons had a <clears throat> kind of impressive touchdown run <laughs> that somehow <laughs> Justin Fields couldn't manage to even like stretch in a quarter of an inch further to touch him. But okay, they looked I good. Digress. I digress. Oh, yeah, that's right. You are a Bears fan. Yes. I, I, unfortunately. And I'm okay, sorry so, you have to come on this show and talk about and it. And it's not even so much that I live the majority of my life in Illinois. It's more the fact that when my father... Went to college. My father moved here from Norway, went straight to the University of Illinois, mm. and his first college roommate was Dick Butkus. No kidding. True story. Wow. Has pictures of them hanging out, and I've never met the man. I'm like, Dad, why do I have this hookup? What? Yeah. Why have You've I never, never met, met him? him? No. And I've met a lot of Chicago Bears. I've never met Mike Ditka. Well, because he kind of took off from Chicago once he was done. Yeah. He became like a star. You know, that's My fair. Two Dads, all those shows that he was on. Yeah, that's fair. So he's been out in L.A. So I, I've never met him. But yeah, so that's really the reason. Because I just grew up. That's my dad. That's We've always been that way. Sure. We like to go that. So. Well, that's still a cool story to tell that you almost is. met him. It would be better to say I had met him. Maybe I had, <laughs> maybe I had, pictures, maybe I had pictures of me with Mike Ditka. Or with, of course, not Mike Ditka. I have Dick a picture Buck- of me with like Mike Ditka. But Buckus. not Dick Butkus. Yeah. Sad name. I just, I can't get over that name. It's a bad name. What the hell? How does that happen? I mean. Is it supposed to be Richard Butkiss? I I would say kudos to his parents. No offense mm, to your last name, but what are you thinking? Where are you going? Where do you think that was going to go? The only thing worse would be if they'd had a daughter and named her Ima. I'm just saying. (laughs) I mean. I mean, imagine if he didn't become a professional football player. He would have to go into the real professional world <laughs> saying, my name guy. is Richard Butkus. Yeah. Good good thing he came on to be, he became, the he went on to become Dumas. one of the biggest, meanest guys in football. So yeah. nobody's going to mess with his name. Maybe we take a shot now that he's 85 years old. I don't know. I will never take a shot. Have you seen his Twitter he's, feed? Uh, he's oh, a, man. He's still an angry man. <laughs> Maybe it's a good thing I haven't met him. I, but, I, I believe, I truly believe he could still hurt me with his pink. Oh, I do too. 100%. 
So let's talk to the Dallas Cowboys. Specifically, one Mr. Jerry Jones. They asked him to be, he's always on 105.3 The Fan. Every week. I, I think that's still the easiest gig in the world to have because you know when Jerry comes on, all you have to do is ask a question and then sit back for five exactly. minutes. Yep. Well, we're not going to give you five minutes here. We'll give you little bits and pieces as we talk through. through. I tried to cut it down as much as I could. But one of the questions was going into the bye week. Kind of like the UT. Was this a good thing or a bad thing? You can help heal some injuries, or do you want to keep that that move going? And so they asked what he thought about the timing of their bye week and if he thinks it would hurt or help the team. Yeah, I don't know how you could have planned it better than to uh, get this break at the at, at what is the halfway point because of 17, it's, there's no halfway. But still, uh, uh, and it hit us right. We've got... Uh, uh, some things that we'd like to uh, take a break on as far as some nicks and bruises. but uh, So it hit us at a good time, and uh, uh, we'll open up uh, 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 on the road and after a good uh, home run. So, yeah, I, I, I like the timing of it. Yeah, he likes the timing of it. I think it's fair. I mean, you're, you're essentially at the halfway point. you you got to take a break eventually, no matter the momentum. Uh, a week off is is never going to hurt anyone. No, and of course, they got a big game coming up this week, and well, to get ready for yep. and to get everything that's going. And this, I thought, was an, a great question because I don't think anybody, if you would have gone into the fact that they lost to Tampa Bay in Week One, mm-hmm. Dak gets hurt, so you've got Cooper Rush. Was it for four, or for five, get yeah, four games, four games, four games. They're three and one. So the question that they asked Jerry was, did they think after all that would be going down at the bye week, would he think that they would be 6-2? and two? I sure wouldn't have. Nope, not me. Here's what Jerry thought. Well, I, that, uh, I just would have probably let that go right over my head because <laughs> uh, really the focus was on what are we going to do at quarterback, and uh, uh, that was a, a bitter pill, really, when you think about it coming right out of your first game. Uh, we didn't exactly light it up our first game in a lot of areas, and so uh, um, it was a it was a, a down time. But uh, uh, again, uh, uh, let's give Cooper Rush uh, his due here. He came in there and, and uh, steadied the Is that ship. somebody getting hurt in the back? Uh, demon dog screaming in the background. McCarthy, uh, our coaching staff uh, uh, that really <laughs> made the adjustments, and so uh, we're a better team for that. That's hard to think about, but we are a better team, and I wouldn't ever recommend it for a way to get to the halfway point. Apparently, they did this interview at a haunted house on Trick or Treat. How is your not question, what is that (laughs) demon screaming in the background? Either somebody figured that out. Are they coming after you? That's just crazy. Um, Creeping up on you, Jerry. So, yeah, he he was more worried about the quarterback. He'll take six and two. Yeah, you think? Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, I I would. I'm taking five and three with my team. I thought they'd be two and six at this point. I'm taking the fact that the Chicago Bears at this point already have more wins than I predicted <laughs> they win all year. Although I'm still not, I did go up one to four total. So well, we'll see. I I out. honestly at this point I thought they'd be what uh, four and four at, at this point. I think yeah. it would have been a fair to say four and four, and I think any Cowboys fan would have taken that. Too. Well, I, and we're going to come back to the, your Seattle Seahawks because Ooh. let's get through some of these Jerry Jones cuts, but. Because I want to get your take on the big trade and how we all think about it now or the way we see it now. Yes. But great. I'm going to quickly skip over this question they asked of Jerry Jones on the dominant win against Chicago <laughs> because I think I that's irrelevant. Why. It's irrelevant to the entire story of this show. We're going to go right on to cut number four because this is a better question. Okay. Dominant win. Dominant win. They came back to five points. Anyway. They asked I Mr. Jones. It. I just knew you were on the show today. <laughs> they asked Mr. Jones if he thought Tony Pollard is a better running back than Zeke. Hmm, Jerry. Interesting. 
your thoughts? No, a uh, different runner than Zeke, and I've almost tried to say. Pick uh, uh, your poison. Uh, Zeke is so punishing, as we all know. Uh, that takes its toll. Uh, you want the he benefit takes his toe? of the run game, apart from uh, having to adjust to stop it, which opens up the passing game. Apart from that, there's the physicalness of the run game. And now that does take its toll. And so um, uh, if we, uh, if you can establish uh, uh, that with the physicality that goes with it, then uh, you've got a good chance to be uh, 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 at the end of that ball game to be uh, more dominant. I have to say I agree with everything he said. And that's hard to keep up with a long conversation with Jerry Jones. But right. he's right. No, they are not better than one or other. They're different. Very they're different. Thunder and lightning, whatever you want, nickname you want to give them. Yeah. They're completely different style running backs, and they're both very good. Zeke could be a little more healthy at times, but that's you know but unfortunate. The, but his style of running is is probably one of the reasons why he's hurt a little bit more because true you know the way he ran it in college you're not going up against the same type of elite talent right regardless of the team because each team in college isn't very good when you're a bruiser in the NFL you're gonna take some hits and so yeah when you got a, a the, the he just basically is a bruiser running downhill and right. Tony Pollard can run all over the place, really. He's he's your ultimate hybrid. Yeah, again, they're just like complete different. You've got the one that'll just make the cut moves and yeah. you know, can go out and do the flats and do that. And you've got Zeke that's just going to run straight at you. Exactly. He doesn't care if you're in his way or not. He sees you there, he's going to go right through you. And you can't fault him for that because it's been successful his entire career and that's just how he is. And you take what you get with Zeke. And when he gets injured like this, you know, it, it sucks, but you kind of have to take it for how he plays, and you have just kind of have to accept it. Here's the thing: Tony Pollard's going to get God for Tony. Pollard. Yeah, and Tony Pollard's going to get a big contract. Yes, is it going to be with Dallas? Is it going to be with someone else? We have to wait and see on that one. One more question with Jerry, and then we'll move on. We got to take a break, and we'll talk about some other NFL news that's happening right now. But this one was asked of Mr. Jones: What surprised him the most so far this season? Not just the fact that they're six and two, other than Cooper Rush. What do you think was Jerry's big thoughts and surprises on the season? I like the way our young players, not a surprise, uh, but um, uh, a pleasant thing to have happen uh, is have uh, uh, Tyler Smith be the player he is and have Williams be the player he is and and, uh, have some of these uh, other uh, draft picks uh, uh, play. And then I like our second-year players that have come on and – uh, have uh, uh, I just like the way that uh, uh, the acquisitions over the last two or three years are contributing to this team. And I'm not going to say it's a surprise. It's just something that you didn't know it, how it would uh, maybe uh, what the results would be until you see it. Is that like the ultimate pat on the back? It does. <laughs> a little bit. I mean, but good for them. I mean, because I mean, yeah, right. Listen to, you can't argue with them. And their draft choices have been doing great. Yeah, so, absolutely. I mean, you, you can't argue with him there. I mean, let me just say, for once since I've moved to Texas, it's good to be a Cowboys fan. They haven't really had to make a trade to get it because they've had everything in the system already. Mm-hmm. I mean, they just needed to develop. And, here, right? You know, sometimes it takes time and you got to go through the process. You're not always going to have the best team. But, man, I mean, you you wait long enough, you get, and this is what you get, and you it, should be thrilled. That is a great point. It is what it because it has been homegrown, and mm-hmm. it is at this point what you get. But you're six and two, and you're more than likely heading 
towards a playoff. So yeah, absolutely. It is one of those things that's that's definitely a good, good thing. We're going to take a break. On the other side of this, we'll talk a little more about the NFL, specifically the Seattle Seahawks. Why? Because that man on the other side of this board hey. is a fan, and, well, they've and you wonder why the better of a trade, which was, at the time, if you remember, I said it on the show, they were calling it the biggest, one of the biggest trades in the NFL history. <laughs> I didn't think so then. I don't think so now. I don't either. It's the bullpen. <laughs> Thanks for being with us on a Wednesday, and we will be... Right back. Look for your children. This is the bullpen with Patrick and Brandon on 1027 ESPN. Oh, and just like that, we're back. It is the bullpen Wednesday. In case you had to check your calendar, today's the second day of November. Yes, it is. I'm everything is almanac today. Johnny Rude, thanks for hanging out. Brandon Elkins over there. It still feels like summer to me. Because uh, yeah, it's like still 75 degrees outside. Yeah, that's crazy. I love it. That's why I moved here. That's I why talking, I moved here. I was talking to some relatives in Norway over the weekend, and uh, they got some snow already. So Yeah, my sister lives in Kalispell, Montana, and they got six inches of snow last night. And I they're it. loving it. <laughs> Now, also, I'm like, no, thank you. That's very pretty. Your backyard is very pretty, but no, thank you. That is the reason I moved from Illinois to Texas, yeah. Austin specifically, is after 20 plus years of shoveling snow, as soon as my daughter said, I'm off to college, I'm like, I'm off to Texas. <laughs> Fair enough. I'm tired of shoveling snow. You know, the thing is, is that you shovel snow the first time, no big deal. Yeah. It's when you have to go back out there the fourth time because it's still snowing that you're like, okay, this just sucks. I'd like to believe that the big snowstorm we had was my fault because when I first moved here... <laughs> I'm just... Okay, I got to hear this now. How's it your fault? Uh, so I moved here in 2017. Okay. By 2018, mm-hmm. winter 2018, it snowed. Okay. So you brought... But you came from the Pacific Northwest, so... It took four months for it to snow here for the first... And, and that was the first time it had snowed here in, what, eight years and then the next okay. year, then the next year we had that mild winter, yes, which I loved. And then boom, we've had nothing but massive snow okay. and ice. So storms. you're going to take the blame, and for I'm that taking one. the blame for that, and I apologize. Well, then I guess, truth be told, it was the year after I moved down here, and the year after that that we had two years in a row the 100 year floods. <laughs> oh, no. So if you're going to take, if you, so I guess we are Mister Nature as Whoops. it comes to it here, we're bringing all yeah, the all sorry. the ills down here. Yeah, it was the, the, the two years after I moved here. A once in a hundred year flood, two years in a row. What so, happened? I wasn't here for that. It was just a lot of rain. Oh, okay. Tons and tons of rain. Then flood the flood downtown. Oh, it was it was really bad. I mean, unfortunately, there were you know, lost lives. And oh no! I think that's when they started the turn around, don't drown, or yeah, turn around, don't drown phrase. That's so, fair. That still doesn't work, but I'm glad they brought that. No, I'm just glad be, they're trying that. Still. Some people are just still stupid, and they don't realize. You can watch video after video of car mm-hmm. being swept away Easily. in what looks like a small little puddle of water. But they're still going to try it anyway. And we're talking SUVs can be swept away. In that. Absolutely. So just don't do it. It's like don't. driving on ice. You might have four-wheel drive, but all four of those wheels are going to skid. Yeah. And they're I, all going to slide. Remember the bus? The bus school bus got swept away. The bus away. goes round and round? The school bus got swept away a couple years oh, ago. Right. I remember that. It's awful. Anyway. Let's talk back. And Sports. Felt, specifically going back to the Pacific Northwest and York, because I've been yeah, talking about this the last couple that. of days. And since the only Seattle Seahawks fan I know is now in the same room with me, are you drinking the Gino Kool-Aid? Oh, hell yeah. Okay. Are you kidding me? So Have you was, seen him play? Honestly, I haven't. I've not seen the game oh, yet. Man, you'd be, you would not see the same Gino that you've known for the last well, 10 I, that's years. That's my whole point. Is he's been kind of a journeyman yeah. his whole career. 
He becomes part of this package trade with Russell Wilson, Noah Fant, all these different players. Shelby Harris. He was kind of the smallest name in that, really, when you think about it, because he had only been, like I said, a journeyman up to that point. Well, he was with the team the whole time. He's been with he's been with the team since twenty right. what fourteen or something. But that trade was 16. the fact that that put him into. Although he did have to fight it out with Drew Locke, Drew Locke, who came over in that trade. Yes, but which is funny because John Schneider, the GM of the Seahawks, will keep admitting to this day he got that main part of that trade was Drew Locke. I believe it. I mean, I know the blank stare you gave me a minute ago well, is, is still the same reaction I get sometimes. I, I was in Denver when they drafted him. And yeah, I, I, that's the same look. It's, it, I, it I just feel. Is. I feel like Drew Locke hasn't really gotten a fair shot. I don't. Uh, I mean, he, you were in Denver at the time. Though. He you had tell his me opportunities, but he had a lot of injuries. Not yeah. him, but like that was when like Jerry Judy was out. And, he didn't have a good team around. Him. Fant wasn't doing well, so he didn't really have the weapons, but. I will say... He could be the next Sam Darnold, as much as I hate to say that. Shelby Harris on Sunday was one of the main reasons why the oh, Seahawks yeah. won that game. When yeah. he he ran down, what's his... Uh, oh, God, I'm blanking on the, the court. Daniel Jones, mm-hmm. who was about to run for a first down and would have extended a fourth-quarter drive that they could have potentially come back from. And he ran... And all, what, like 310 pounds of him ran down Daniel Jones and... That fired up everyone, and it was it was done after that. Yeah, you definitely when you get momentum on your side, and Seattle, I think, has that right now. That's why I was surprised to see the Giants were kind of a favorite in that. Not just kind of, they were actually they were a favorite. favorite yeah, that. and I don't. I always thought the Giants and the to Jets to some degree that their records so far had been inflated with good breaks, lucky you know. But well, I mean, and to be fair, I mean, not to to schedule talk here, but you know. They they were four and three going into that game. They had a a bad loss to the Falcons a couple uh, a few weeks ago, so they, they're still that that team was still uh, no one no one, and still right now no one's really sure what they're going to get from that team every That's week. That's true. I, I mean they're on a three game win streak. They look great. Geno Smith is the uh, number one. Uh, what is he? He's the number one in completion percentage. I believe in all so. of the NFL. Yeah. He leads the NFL in completion percentage at like seventy one percent. Geno Smith is completing 71% of his passes. And I think he finally has a decent team around him, while also he was back up to some Hall of Fame quarterbacks like Phillip Rivers. I think he was with uh, uh, Drew Brees at one point. Yes, that's um, true. Yeah. yeah, like when he was with the Giants, I don't know, I, I think Eli Manning was still potentially there at the time, or somebody was there who's going to be, you know, was a great quarterback on the decline, but whatever. So he's had, he's had... And he backed up Russell Wilson for a long time. He knows this offense. So I just, I, I at the beginning of the year, I wasn't sure, but I was kind of expecting the worst and hoping for the best, and we're definitely way yeah. above expectations. As it is right point. now, you guys definitely have the better side of that and a better record. I mean, their number, their, their first place in the NFC West right now, when you're talking about the, the Niners, the Rams, yep. and the Cardinals, no one gave them a shot. Now and you, here they are. You haven't you haven't met Noah yet. He was been in the last couple of days. He's going to join us a little bit tomorrow as well. He's got a lot to say about the 49ers. Not he's like I'm the sure addition of McCaffrey and uh, yeah, he's he's all in. <laughs> he's all in with the 49ers, but you guys can hash that out tomorrow. Great. Let's switch things up because well, there's something else that's going on in the sporting world other than that and that is ladies golf. No, it's not. Which is all the way I Ladies golf, the LPJ. Respect. Respect. Respect, indeed. I mean, because it, it's getting to the point now. I mean, even back in my day, they're going to hit it farther than I can now. Hell yeah. But we're going to talk about the World Series because <laughs> you watched last night and you're a Houston fan. It was tough. 
It that was, was really rough. tough. And I was yeah. watching it, shockingly, in a bar with friends. And when he gave up that first pitch to Bryce Harper, and Bryce launched it, and then immediately Bryce Uh-oh. was trying to get his his teammates' attention. Like, hey, I need to tell you something. I need to tell you something. Yep. And my friend was like, he knows something. Mm-hmm. He saw that pitch. He saw something. Well, that's the speculation because, unfortunately, Lance McCullers gave up five dingers. And he... He does not give up home runs. No, he does not. Does not give up home runs at all. So the much ballyhooed story was he was somehow tipping his pitches... And he says straight up, "No, I wasn't. I just sucked." I don't think <laughs> I mean, that was. A, I don't think that was a direct quote. But unfortunately, now he will go into the record books as the only pitcher in Major League Baseball's history to give up five home runs in one World Series game. Yeah, and I watched a little bit of this uh, on MLB Network uh, after the game, and uh, Pedro Martinez was was going over it almost uh, to a T. And it was pretty clear. It was pretty obvious that he was tipping his pitches because when he was throwing his slider, his his glove was up to like his hat bill. Mm-hmm. And then if he threw a fastball or something like along those lines, his his mitt would only go up to his like his face, his nose. And so that's a clear distinction, a, a difference that you can see as a hitter. I mean, you got to You also have to in that you moment have to hit it. At, yeah, yeah at, at the snap of a finger have to decide oh is that what i think it was and then swing i mean you know you still got to respect the hitter at that point because you don't you only have a blink of an eye's worth of time to think about that pitch but i mean that was really obvious if it would have been just bryce harper i would have been mm, that was just a great hitter hitting a great pitcher Absolutely. i mean perfectly like that but as soon as bryce had to talk to the man who was in the on deck circle not the guy who came up after him but the man the who came up bat. the next bat. batter and that, of course, teammate Alec Bohm and did the same thing. Mm-hmm. Knocked it out of the park. Not the park, but hit it over the fence. So the other question that's coming up is, should Dusty have pulled Mr. McCullers sooner than he did? Some would speculate, I mean, five home runs is a lot to give up, but sure. also you got to think about your pitchers' futures going forward because now... They got shut out last night. Yeah. They've been red hot coming into this series, but again, so is Philly. But they got shut out last night. For sure. And now we've got we got three games in a row. Last night, tonight, tomorrow night. Now they're up against the fence. and On the road uh, still. Literally, their outfielders were against the fence five times last night. <laughs> nice. I just, Nailed yes, it. I try when I can. Love but, it. But, yeah, somebody stole the bell. I could have hit the bell there. I don't know where the somebody bell is either. Yeah, CJ was asking. I don't know. There, there's a horn in here. All signs point to Beto. I don't know how to do I don't know. Or how, Ed. But this thing doesn't work. work. I don't, I don't know but how no, this works. So, I, I don't know if Dusty should have pulled him, because I understand saving your pitchers who you don't need to. It was, out of, I mean, they still maybe could have come back or had some more rallies. You can't count out the Astros. No. That, that that offense is has been dominant since day one. Yes. Of this year. And so Correct. you're 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 if you're Dusty Baker, you're an old school he's an old school guy. He's gonna he's gonna stick with his guy. He's gonna think he can he's gonna assume he can get out of it, he can break out of it. Obviously by the time it was seven nothing, there was no there obviously no wiggle room. But yeah, like you said, you got you gotta think about there, there's no more off days. You gotta play the rest of the the rest of the schedule in order and if you if you break into your bullpen too early, you could really screw things up for the rest of right. the series. It, it affects more than just that game. Speaking of Lance McCullers, he was asked if he thought he was tipping his pitches. I guess my quote of saying that he sucked, his words, weren't correct. These are his actual words. 
I mean, there's there's no excuses here. I did not pitch well. They beat me. That is it. Pretty close. There's no nothing other than pitch that. Well, my yeah. stuff was good. Yeah, my stuff was good. You know, I, I, I know that because I felt like it and I could check on the iPads. I mean, the stuff was there. The movement was there. The, the location, for the most part, was there. I made a couple mistakes, and unfortunately for me, they hit him on the ballpark. Yeah, I'm not going to sit here and stand in front of you guys and, and, and blame something. I was out there, and, and, and they beat me, and they beat us, and that, that, that's it. That's it. It's simple as that. I like the accountability of that. I, I mean, too, he's I mean whether he's whether only, yeah. he did or didn't, he's it doesn't matter. I mean, they shell them, and he took he he took the took the beat. I was going to play this a cut cut about Bryce Harper and what he thought about the win, but we're up against the clock right now, so let's <laughs> take a break, shall we? Oh, I think we shall. That seemed unnecessarily loud in my earphones. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the bullpen. We've got one more segment to go. When we come back, we'll find out what Mattress Mac had to say to somebody. Oh yeah, who was heckling in the crowd? I think we can all relate to this quote. Yeah, I think so too. Stay, Stay tuned. tuned. We'll be back in just as soon as I figure out how these levels work. A few moments. The bullpen with Patrick and Brandon on 1027 ESPN. Hey, one of those guys is you. That's me. I am Brandon. You are not Patrick. I am not, because I am not in Maine. I am Johnny Rude. Thanks for joining us. It is the bullpen. On a Wednesday, he may be listening from Maine. Though we don't, we we. I he hope may. he's streaming from that bar that he's supposedly like one of the best customers ever at. Yeah, he's he's probably got it in one ear, you know, checking us out and and drinking some Guinness and not giving a crap about anything else. I will. I mean, hey, when you're on vacation, and I don't oh, blame wait, him. I'm on vacation. Yeah, and we're thankful that you're here. I'm I'm actually happy to be here because one thing I hate more than the Green Bay Packers, oh, is moving. Yes. Yes. You been? I feel like you've been moving for oh. like a month. Well, here's the whole story. I had to be out of my old place two weeks ago. Oh, so you don't have that cool uh, view, forest view anymore? No. Ah, oh, bummer. I'm no, sorry. I gave up living there. I wanted to be closer to civilization. Fair enough. Plus, I wanted a bigger place. And you had at least you had a good run there. You I enjoyed have, it. I did enjoy it. But anyway, so I got this new place. So I talked to the landlord. We figured out what day I was going to be out. No problem, because the new place is going to be ready, right? Uh-oh. Oh no no no! Oh no! I'm sorry, Mister Mister Mister. We uh, we're having some issues with the flooring, and we won't be ready for mm, ten days. Wow! So I hope you got some prorated going on. Paid prorated the action. Nope, nope. Oh, they no. already had somebody to already rented my old place, so paid movers to move all my stuff into storage. I was gonna stay in a hotel, but was saved by another friend who conveniently had to go on a. Vacation, so I dog-watched, got to stay there. Nice. Then I got to move into my new place Uh on Monday. Oh, it'll be ready around (laughs) 3. I get there at (laughs) 3.05. Well, it might be a little longer. What's going on? Well, I finally got in. Supposedly it was the floors. Is this an apartment Mm, or a home? It is, yes, both. It's a condo. Oh, okay. Yeah, so... I get in there, and I'm like, all right, so here we go, and now I need to get the movers back. Yeah. The movers were supposed to come yesterday. I made sure, because I am a guy, no offense, I, I did have to make sure the first thing I got was my Wi-Fi and my TV. Of course. Not in time to watch the game, though, yeah. Monday night. Yeah. So anyway, on Tuesday, they were supposed to, the movers were supposed to come deliver my furniture, which has been in storage. Well, they've got sickness. Which, you know, in the storage or the no, movers? The, the movers did. <laughs> COVID's still a thing. So uh, these, these guys that I hired, 
which they did a great job. Sure. Awesome job. Not going to say anything. And if you get sick, you get sick. Give them a shout out. So I'm like, um, I would, but I don't remember their name. Oh, no. Uh, specifically, I don't I don't have them. In, I, I actually have them. They were a referral from someone here at work. Were they just movers in your so phone? So they are actually Momo's movers. Nice. <laughs> <'Cause>, yeah. <laughs> Fair I, enough. Anyway, they do a great job. And, um, but they're sick, can't work. So I'm like, I'm going to go over yesterday to my storage unit, grab some boxes, unpack some things, right? Because I literally have my air mattress because my bed's in storage, yeah. my TV, uh, and a zero-gravity patio chair. That's it. Zero-gravity patio chair. Yeah. There is some... We got had one here at the station, and I'm like, I'm going to take this until my furniture okay. gets moved in. Sure. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. So, <laughs> so Casa de Rude right now wow. is, is very sparse. You got like Chandler and Joey's apartment with a kayak and, yeah, uh, if and, I a, had a, kayak, and a patio furniture. My gosh. If I had a kayak. <laughs> So anyway, yesterday I'm like, I'm going to go over and get some boxes. At least I can get some boxes unpacked. I fling open that door to the oh, storage no. unit. Yeah, the movers put all the boxes in the back. No! All the furniture up front, which makes sense from a mover standpoint. Sure. Get the heavy stuff out first when you have to move it. So I had to like acrobat my way to the back to find like, you forget about things you need, like yeah. a pillow, yep. a towel. Just those little things that you wouldn't necessarily think um, of. Sir, that's why Target was invented. I know. Okay, you can never have enough of those. And so now I don't know when my stuff's going to get moved in. I've, oh, I've got so enough sorry. boxes over there. So, yeah. Are I just, they giving you like a prorated free month for this or something? Like, what no, the hell, no, man? No, no, no. It's all in the books, all done. It is all my cost now. That's why I hate moving almost as much as so the So you Green bought Bay this Packers. place? So this is your place, essentially? In 30 years, it will be. Okay. Ah, <laughs> got you. Yes. Look, if you well, ever get to the point hey, in Austin, you know why not? Yeah. Still, congratulations. I don't think it'll be 30 years. You got your own condo. I don't think I got 30 years in me. I think that's going to be like my kid's problem. You put yourself in a contract with a condo. Congratulations, Thank you. Johnny I, I do appreciate Rude. That's, that. that's great. I'm happy for you. Didn't mean to take up all that time. Let's play this cut real <laughs> hey, quick. Though. We can all relate to crappy moving. Oh, I mean, that it just, sucks. I, I just I just loathe it. As much as Mattress Mac hates hecklers. <laughs> of course, you know, he's got a $10 million bet that the Astros are going to win. If he wins, he wins $75 million. There was a heckler in the crowd last night, but so was Mattress Mac, and this was his response. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you heard that, but it was a bleep you, mm-hmm. a bleep you, and a bleep you. Apparently, he's very good friends with Jerry Jones because they can drop that f bomb anytime <laughs> yes, they sir. want. So yes, that is definitely a <sighs> howie, great howie. show. Thank you Nicely for joining done. us. You know what? Let's do it again tomorrow. It was good to be back. It's great to come back on a Wednesday. It's good to have. Yeah, we said that. I'm only going to be here a couple more days. It's like you're halfway through and then the week it's the way, Yeah, we're halfway there. And it's so much fun that I'm going to do it next Monday, too. All right. You know, because Patrick is like, you know, I'm, I'm having so it, much fun at this bar. I thought it was in Boston, but no, it's in Maine. <laughs> you know what? Stay one he's more on day, the East Patrick. Coast. We'll I just know. leave it oh, at he's that. He's on East Coast He's time. in the upper right corner. Well, then, yeah, I guess it would be almost 3 o'clock his time. He That's should right. be day drinking by now. He absolutely. better be. be Everybody have a great rest of Wednesday. Don't forget, you can join Sports Talk with Ed and Vito coming up at 4 o'clock. Paul Feinbaum next. The SEC ah, Homer. All your Woo! FEC info. We'll talk later.